Cousin Rick is calling in from Needham, Massachusetts with Rick's Tech Talk. Good morning, Cousin Rick. Good morning, R.T. Hey, Can you hey. hum a few bars of it? <laughs> what, 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 what is that again? Uh, no, no, no. Oh, uh, yeah, no, I can't. <laughs> okay, well, uh, what's the weather like in uh, Needham, Massachusetts? Oh, it's raining here. Uh-huh. Yep, we've had uh, maybe two-thirds of an inch of rain in the gauge out in the yard, and uh, that's since last night. So it's a good rain. We're we're in a drought here, so uh, it uh, it's good for the lawns and good for the trees. Yeah, well, good for you. We're we're still waiting for our rain to come, but at least it is cool. Well, actually, it's going to be kind of warm the next few days, so hopefully, uh, won't be any more fire danger. But uh, you know, we're looking forward to that rain. So, uh, well, oh, I guess so. You're still on. You're still on hiatus uh, for the car, the drive uh, ride of the week. The ride of the week is on hiatus. Hiatus, yeah. Okay. Which is a a small town in New Jersey. Yeah, I thought it was. It's near Piscataway, I understand. (laughs) Oh, oh, Hocus. (laughs) Okay, well, um, this is fairly ridiculous, but anyway, we'll... Hey, let's just do shtick here. We don't have to do any... uh, Anything of substance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's what I'm good at. You know, so, uh, well, what kind of automotive shtick do you have for us? <laughs> no, this is automotive news. Oh, wow. Okay. okay. And uh, you know that Rick's Tech Talk is uh, archived on rpmnewsweekly.com as a podcast. Now, the, the folks at RPM News Weekly have come up with a new podcast that highlights electric vehicle developments and technology. Hmm. And it's called EV Power Podcast. And you can find it, uh, well, you can go to rpmnewsweekly.com, or you can go directly with the address of evpowerpodcast.com. And EV stands for electric vehicle, obviously. All right. Very yep. good. And then they, uh, yeah, if you go there, if any of the listeners go there, there, there's an interesting story on a new sedan that'll be introduced as a 2021 model next year from Lucid Air. It's a new uh, new company. It's probably the, the Tesla of the uh, 2020s, or it might be. And this uh, sedan is going to have a range of they claim of 517 miles, which is really kind of neat. Yeah! Wow. Yeah, you'll you won't remember to plug it in. I think. But <laughs> so that's uh, so that's interesting. That's our development of the week. We also have a kind of fun item here that Volkswagen, uh, you know, in the because of the pandemic. Uh, recreational vehicles, RVs, are uh, selling like hotcakes because people don't want to travel outside their bubble. And Volkswagen has come up with uh, a camper called the California. And they've, they've named these after uh, various things in, that people uh, that evoke California. There's the California Beach. There's the California Coast. There's the Grand California and the Caddy California. Now, the only thing is, these uh, campers are 
only in uh, the United Kingdom market. But they're capitalizing on that Beach Boy California image. Hmm, very, very interesting, yeah. Do they have the uh, California in flames? <laughs> That's probably the hot rod version. <laughs> right, right. The screaming demon. Hey, I just yeah. remember, remember the screaming demon. <laughs> yes, those, uh, they're, they're digressing. There's cultural Sorry. references that nobody knows. <laughs> those model kits with uh, flames coming out of these uh, cartoon vehicles. Yes, the beautiful flame decals. Okay, well, yes, I am digressing, but uh, hey, do you have a Musk Minute for us by any chance? Oh, yeah, there's uh, news from Elon and his uh, various companies, and the uh, he's released more information on the Starship, which uh, is going to fly to 50,000 feet and do a belly flop and then land, and that is uh, fairly soon. The, the movable fins on the tail of the rocket have been installed. Now, these will be activated by electric actuators rather than hydraulics, so we'll have to see how that works, because he's using Tesla batteries to drive the electric motors, and uh, at least on the test vehicles. And so that that's up and coming, and mm. the announcement for the next Crew Dragon vehicle Will uh, it, it's been announced that October 31st is the tentative launch date. So happy happy Halloween, and uh, they'll send four astronauts to the International Space Station, and the crew has named the vehicle the Resilience. Hmm. Okay. Very nice. So, of course, we all know the first words they're going to say when they arrive, right, at the... Trick-or-treat. <laughs> exactly. Right. Or happy Halloween. <laughs> okay. okay, and any other... Uh... Well, that, uh, there's also been some Musk news about the Starlink satellite system. Now, uh, you know, people have been worried there's going to be so many up, of them up there that it's going to be a space debris hazard. But the, the orbit they're in is fairly low, and already they've deorbited maybe 60 to 70 of the prototype uh, satellites. And the uh, the way they do that is, and what they plan in the future, if a satellite becomes obsolete or wears out, they can use the Krepton gas jets on it to lower the orbit where it dips into the atmosphere and comes down like a Meteor, and you would see those in the sky. Hmm. Yeah, well, that could be kind of fun. Yeah, and they get so that's some, our yeah, that's our Musk minute and a half of the week. Yeah, very nice, very nice. Well, let's see anything else automotive. Anything else automotive? I'm looking quickly in my list. No, that's it. We're okay. We're done automotively. Okay, well, then. But, but we've got some interesting stuff here. Oh, good. Yeah, the uh, from the University of Washington, they've developed a tiny sensor that weighs 98 milligrams, which is, in uh, layman's terms, it's about the one-tenth the weight of a jelly bean, okay? And this is a sensor that uh, right now they're using it to measure temperature and humidity, 
and it can be dropped from a drone from 72 feet. And this could be used, say, to survey uh, inaccessible areas. It's so small, though, you can send a mini drone in. You don't have to send a, a big commercial-type drone. Mm. And because, because the sensor's so light, they've also been using live moths to drop these. They, the sensor is so light that you can attach it to the moth and have the moth fly off to hopefully you know where it's going and, uh, or else in its habitat, whatever, and uh, a signal to the, the sensor mount sends a magnetic pulse that pushes the sensor away and drops it to the ground. So it's kind of neat that uh, instead of drones, we're using uh, live insects to uh, further uh, surveying and so on. I think it's kind of cool what they've done. We'll have to see how useful this is. Hmm. Yeah. But they say the sensor is good up for three years. I don't know if uh, if that's on the battery version or the, they're going to have a solar-powered version. And again, what is it? Detecting what's it the uh, temperature and humidity, so oh. you can uh, and uh, plus the uh, you could also use it you know maybe in the future you can detect other things because the these mini drones or the insects can get into very small places. Hmm. Hmm. Yes, we seem to have enough a lot of myths this year. <laughs> Another obscure cultural reference. <laughs> But anyway, I do digress. Okay. Yes. Besides I, I was waiting for the digression. What, what else you know, do you we're, have? We're using insects. And, uh, yes. Yes. I was waiting for a Bullwinkle reference. Well, you know, maybe later. Maybe yeah, where, the, where he was herding earthworms. Oh, I, see, I forgot about that one. Yeah. And then all of a sudden there's an earthquake, and he said, uh-oh, the herd is broken. <laughs> Okay. Oh. There we go. Okay. That's a cow's rim shot there. So, uh, okay. What else do you have for us today? Well, speaking of solar cells, we mentioned that the University of York in the UK, United Kingdom, York, England, has come up with a solar cell, a, uh, a micro solar cell. That's 125% more efficient than a current solar cell because what they do is they put some fine grading lines over the cell. And because there's a diffraction effect, the cell can actually gather more energy. So that, uh, that might have implication for larger size cells with a... Mm some kind of diffraction grading over them to improve their efficiency without changing the materials in them. All right, very good. Anything else you have for us? Well, speaking of drones again. Ah, yes. You, yes, you are droning a, on. I'm yes, I'm, I'm droning on. <laughs> and a company called Drone Defense Again, in the U.K., has come up with an anti-drone gun that can be used by security personnel, say, around an airport or a, a sensitive site. And basically what this does, it's a lightweight. It, it, 
they made it look like a gun so you can point it, but it's really just an electronic device. And it has a range of maybe uh, one kilometer. And you could, if a, a drone intrudes on a secure area, they would point this at it, and they could either, well, disrupt the GPS or the communications to the drone. And most drones, if you do that, they're either for... They, they're either programmed to land or fly back to where they came from. So you could, in theory, send the drone back to where it came from and see where the perpetrator was. Hmm. All right. Well, let that be a, a warning to all you, uh, you know, uh, nefarious uh, drone owners, those people who, who use them in... In wicked That's ways. I, yeah, I was just droning la- last weekend. Uh, Were you really? Back in New York. Yeah, taking uh, some videos of my neighbor's house in the fall foliage. I see, I see, I see. Yeah. And I guess your neighbor didn't object to that. Well, no, I gave it to him. That was uh, <laughs> something they can oh. use. Oh, very nice, very nice. Yeah. No, I'm the... <laughs> No, no, you don't fly over anybody without permission. Yes, yes, very good. Okay, um, anything else you have? Yep, just, uh, you know, this is the 400th anniversary of the Pilgrims coming here to Massachusetts. And the the Mayflower II, which is the ship that was uh, a replica ship, has been uh, restored and is back in Plymouth Harbor to celebrate the the 400th anniversary, but also to commemorate that 400th anniversary, again in Plymouth, England, the Mayflower Autonomous Ship has just launched and is undergoing sea trials. And so this is an autonomous ship. It's 50 feet long. It's powered by solar and wind energy to recharge batteries and drive two 20-kilowatt motors. And so it just is undergoing sea trials and will voyage to Plymouth Harbor here in Massachusetts next year uh, once the sea trials are complete. And it'll be, uh, I think it's launching in late spring to make that autonomous trip. Hmm. Pretty wild. So so really, uh, you know, no, no uh, crew whatsoever. Is that uh, no no people on board? That's right. Yeah. Huh. Well, there's a uh, an electronic octopus that's uh, <laughs> listed as a stowaway, and he's called Artie. Oh, good old. And if uh, once the voyage is underway, you could uh, go on the internet and see what Artie's doing on the ship, and he'll give you uh, whatever is the the weather and the temperature and the sea state and things like that. Kind of to develop some public interest in the voyage. Yeah, yeah, that sounds like fun. Okay, uh, let's see. Is that a wrap for today? That can be a wrap. I think we've wrapped on too long. Yeah, yeah. I love wrapping with you, man. <laughs> so uh, let's do it again next week. Okay. Glad we could get together. Glad we could get together. Okay, so that was Cousin Rick calling in from Needham, Massachusetts with Rick's Tech Talk.